0: Russia 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 Nazi 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 the Russia 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 song is back. It is happening. We're back to that part of the loop. How's it going everybody? We got a great show for you today. The uh the Liberty Gypsy is back. Hey. What happened last week? Tell us about I want to hear uh, just just a little bit of the chili. How long did how long did the chili illness last? Um
1: probably until about five o'clock Sunday night. And I can't be certain it was the chili. I can't.
0: Oh, okay. So there were other
1: things to eat. So I'm not sure exactly what it was, but yes, something did not agree
0: with it was a little bit,
1: a little bit of food poisoning folks. If you've ever had that, it was, it was not fun. I
0: have, I have dodged that bullet. Thank God. So we had, uh, we had Leah Remini sit in for you. That should make you feel good. (laughs) Wow we had we had special guest star Leah Remini. And I'm, if you're listening to the show for uh for politics and stuff, you're like, "Wow, that wasn't very political at all." That's going to happen, you guys. There's going to be just straight up talk with entertainers. I don't feel bad about that. I have I have zero guilt about not talking politics with Leah Remini. She had so much dirt on uh, Scientology. It was fantastic.
1: Right. Well, I'm kind of wondering why I'm back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's not going to be in every week. Oh my gosh, I should tell this story real quick. So, uh, Leah, Leah Ravini, is uh, she's fans with uh, J Lo, right? Oh, okay. Now, this week or or last week rather, uh, she and J Lo they're they're making they're shooting a movie together in the city, and, and uh, I want J Lo to know I exist. So I tell after Leah was very generous with her time. Uh, and as she's leaving, I'm like, hey, have a good have a good time making the movie and tell J-Lo I said, hey. And then she laughs her head off and I go, no, seriously, I want J-Lo to know that I exist. Right. That's like a, a, it's, it's a vit- victory for me. <clears throat> so uh, Monday comes around. I, I shoot Leah a text and I'm like, uh, hey, thanks so much again you know, for, for doing the podcast. Tell J-Lo I said hi. She writes back. She writes back like 30 seconds later. I did. And she said F off. I'm I'm keeping it clean. So I'm, I think, I think Leah thought it would be like a slam on me. Yeah. I was like dancing. I was like so happy. So I go on Twitter and I'm like, shocking if true, but JLo just told me to F F off. (laughs) I posted it and like, Ten seconds later, ten seconds later, Leah just texts me back, going, "I was lying, you idiot!" <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so she has to, she has to quickly go on to Twitter, going, "That never happened. It didn't happen. <laughs> it was great. I I caused oh. a little mini scandal. It, I caused a little mini scandal. It was hilarious."
1: Yeah. So so J Lo's the new one because it used to be you wanted Taylor Swift thirteen to follow you.
0: I still want that. Oh, okay. I want, I want Taylor Swift uh, to follow me. I, gee whiz, I want J-Lo to know I'm alive. Uh, they, I want Mick Jagger and the guys to know I'm alive. I just had a huge letdown in, in that. This is uh, kind of whatever. There. I know a guy who's in a band, and they just opened up for the Stones in Germany. And I'm like, dude, do me a favor and tell uh, Keith Richards that I said hi. <laughs> like, just so I all I want, this is so stupid, but it's, it's, I just want these people to know I'm alive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me more famous. It's just like that person knows that I exist. I don't know what it is. You know, I, you know
1: what they're actually doing though. What? Because they meet so many people, they're like sitting there in their head going, Michael Loftus, my. God. God, where did I meet Michael Loftus? And then they just act like they know who you are. Wouldn't that be
0: great? (laughs) So uh, this guy, he's a drummer in a band from Iceland. Kaleo is the name of the band. He goes over. They did two dates with the Stones. And and the first date, they were supposed to do a meet and greet afterwards. And it didn't happen because the band had to do something else. And then they did the second meet and greet at a show, I think, in like Hamburg or Dusseldorf or something. And he forgot. So – so now, I so now the Stones don't know who I am, and uh, J Lo didn't tell me to f off, and so, Taylor
1: Swift 13 still doesn't follow you.
0: That is true. That mm-hmm. That is true. But we're gonna pick up the pieces and we're gonna move on. There we, we go. To, it's all we can do. So uh, everybody, this is this is crazy because this this will come out on Monday. Uh, this show that we're taping. And everyone will be freaking out because, uh, the Mueller probe, the Mueller probe, something will have happened. Someone's going down the grand jury. I think it's going to be Manafort. I'm just going to say that right now. I think, uh, I think Manafort's in big trouble.
1: Yeah. Buzzfeed came out with an interesting thing today about some money transfers that have been flagged by banks and apparently, uh, Mr. Manafort and his wife were under investigation previously in like 2012, 2013. Um, So that was a little bit interesting. You got to kind of wonder why he wasn't prosecuted then. Um, Yeah. If he maybe didn't give the FBI some information to go after a bigger fish. I'm not really sure. And there's a lot of speculation about that. But I mean, Manafort was just kind of skeevy, And there was a lot of information about his hankiness out there before the Trump campaign ever hired him. So I was a little baffled that he ever came into the mix in the first place.
0: I hate to judge people on their looks. However. However. If you're walking onto any used car lot in America, Mm -hmm. chances are you're going to meet a Paul Manafort (laughs) lookalike. Like he just looks like he's about to sell you a really bad car. Like, like I wouldn't I'm sure maybe he's innocent I'm gonna assume he's innocent I don't we don't even know if it's him it could be it could be something else it could be something else entirely uh, who well, knows what's gonna happen with the Mueller probe which is another thing that we should do I want to get this at, at some point in a perfect world if I was a cajillionaire I would buy uh, just as a as a as a fun gag thing some kind of a uh, a sex toy. Just a little tiny little piece of plastic and call it a Mueller probe. Oh, God. And sell it. And, and the the thing about the Mueller probe, you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Oh, oh my I'm God. Gonna, I'm going to use this on my girl part. Whoa, it's in my armpit. Oh, no, it, wow. Oh, it's in my butt crack. Oh, it's behind my knee. It's the Mueller probe. Come on. That's funny. That's <laughs> that's classic. Uh, oh, dear. Sex toy comedy there with the Mueller probe.
1: <clears throat> I I see it more like, I don't like, uh. As some kind of weird medical device.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hand me the Mueller probe. I
1: need the Mueller probe.
0: Oh, probe. Yeah. Go in. It has a series of cameras that can see fusions, and it has a laser that can burn off unwanted growth. Hand me the Mueller probe and 20 cc's of uranium lactose. I don't know what that is. <laughs> However, I think it's funny. Why did they announce, and this is Cheryl Ackerson brought this up. It's funny how they announce on Friday That uh, someone's going to go to – someone's in trouble. There's going to be grand jury. We're not going to say who. You'll find out Monday.
1: Yeah, this seems to be a a consistent theme in this whole thing. Like the big pile of yuck drops on a Friday and it just leaves people spinning all weekend. And then – Monday rolls around and it's kind of like a big fizzle. I mean, I've seen people on social media that are 100% convinced it's the Podesta brothers. I've seen other people convinced it's Mueller. I, you know, you got some really f- f- whacked out people on the far left, just sure it's Donald Trump. Um, yeah, I, 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 my biggest problem in this whole thing is I don't trust any of these people. None of them.
0: Once well, they, n- nor do I. However, I, here's where I was going. I, I thought. They they dropped this little. It's not news. It is not news. The reason they did it on Friday is because I think the the Hillary Clinton uh, uranium scandal and the Hillary Clinton the Clinton campaign uh, paid for the uh, the the opposition research yep. file and they were in collusion with a foreign government. Uh, that whole thing that was starting to pick up steam. So like okay let's 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 shift the narrative here. I I would I thought I was crazy for thinking it, and then Cheryl Akesson is like, it's weird how this happened. It's really the the timing of this because it's not news. No, it'll be news on Monday, right? Oh my gosh, this event happened, but like, oh yeah, they they just want they didn't want people talking about Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign and the uh, the the what is what GPS? What's the name of that fusion? Law firm? Fusion GPS
1: well Fusion GPS was the contractor the law firm I can't remember the name of it but it, there was an intermediary there that was purchasing this information on behalf of the DNC but I mean the payment tra- payment trail is is clear so is the payment trail for this entire uranium one thing I mean they finally that informants lawyer who finally was relieved of his non-disclosure like hello that doesn't yeah. sound suspicious at all um His lawyer was on TV yesterday saying, you know, the quid pro quo here is obvious as far as the money paid to Bill Clinton for a speech and the money flowing to the Clinton Foundation and the ultimate, you know, transfer of of the uranium rights. She's like, I I don't understand why this is even being discussed. Yes. Um, You know, and –
0: I don't know how – I'm sure – and this is the thing that I hate about politics. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they went through all the legal, legal loopholes and they ch- they changed uh, the word but into however and they, ch- they changed and into therefore. And so all these little, little legal mashing, machinations, somehow it's all going to be legal. Somehow it's all going to be legal and above board, but it's just not right.
1: Well, it's not right, and it's no more right than you know Comey's statement of relieving her of any culpability with her email server. I mean, you just listen to it, and you know it's wrong. <laughs> like yes. a child could tell you that's not okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know uh, the whole the whole thing with, uh, and I, I just think it's delicious, and and I think America would find it to be delicious and delightful, and that's why they wanted the Mueller probe sex toy story coming out. On a Friday, because this whole thing with Fusion GPS uh, just stinks to high heaven. You mm-hmm. can't engage, uh, like some evidently some Never Trumper got this thing started. The the you know the whole let's let's do some op some opposition research into Donald Trump, uh, and that's how it started. Nothing was there, so the Clinton campaign took over, and that's when they hired. Fusion GPS. That's when they got the foreign spy yeah. involved. That's when they started getting information from the Kremlin. And that is literally what they're talking about Donald Trump and his campaign about. Like literally, you're talking about colluding with a foreign government. You guys literally paid for it. Well, what and they so what they paid they had for that story. What they
1: paid for was a punch of Russian disinformation, right? Which is exactly what they're claiming they did through Facebook and all these other – let me explain to you. The Democratic National Committee spent like $5 million on this freaking dossier, right? The Russians spent $100,000, over half of it after the election. (laughs) So you're talking about – you're talking about Russian influence through Facebook – with you know a price tag of fifty thousand dollars, that does nothing, 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 and then you turn around and you've spent how many millions of dollars to produce this thing?
0: Yeah, they wow. had they had they had to kill that story pretty quick, and mm. then I love it uh, the the spin the spin coming off a of, uh, Joy Reid is is amazing how can look for the look look to the republicans to make this into a scandal it's it's opposition research and that's why you didn't bill it as opposition research you built it as oh legal fees mm-hmm. you can't you know that's that is cheating you can't just uh, like hey i'm gonna give this law firm uh fusion gps uh five million bucks and then whatever happens happens and then we'll just say it's all legal fees no, you have to you have to itemize it. That's why there's campaign laws and crap like that. Well, and fusion GPS sounds like a car. I want to say that. If the Mueller probe is a sex toy, uh, Fusion GPS, it's the navigation system for the new electric vehicles. It'll get you from here to Baltimore with no stops for gash. Fusion GPS. Now with third row seating. Oh my God. Need room for extra Russians? Try wow. Fusion GPS.
1: Well, then she's out there this morning. I mean, the the hyper-partisanship and just complete denial of truth is just so amazing to me. She's out there this morning hawking some story from a blog that says how Steve Bannon used the book Clinton Cash to turn Uranium One into a scandal. No, 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 no. The actual documentation of payments to Bill Clinton – to the Clinton Foundation, and the actual documents from the FBI turned Uranium One into a scandal, Joy. It wasn't Steve Bannon. It just wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, I'm... Uh, wow. Yes, it, it's it's fantastic. I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know the way out. It, I was saying this last week to Andrew Apple. He was sitting in for a little bit. It, it is like there's this this political pimple just like modern politics and that's the that's the good part about the trump administration i'm not even kidding is like you, you we can just pop all these pimples you cannot pretend uh to at least fox news they pretend and and they'll put it out it it's journalism they have people on from both sides but but joy reed is just like literally uh, Joy Reid, Lawrence O'Donnell, that whole – they're literally just carrying water for the Democratic Party. Oh, now, yeah. Now, I know Fox leans to the right. Uh, that's great. I try to watch both. I try to keep an open mind. Uh, however, at least you'll have people on Fox News uh, like you know uh, Trey Gowdy or, or John Kasich was on today. At, at least they they can equally condemn. Like if this was true, if, if this allegation is true, that's bad. Somebody needs to go to jail. And if this allegation is true, and so they need to go to jail. Like I don't. What is the problem with that? Where you can just. Uh, how much money has the Clinton Foundation made since she didn't become president? None. They exactly. disbanded it. Um, they but- were, if you can't see that these these governments, these foreign entities, were making these these huge donations to get something in in return, you are a knuckle dragon troglodyte, and I don't want you voting. Wow. Yeah, it's getting a little. It's getting a little uh, pithy <laughs> in here. Some colorful language to keep our 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 listeners entertained.
1: Well, I mean, you know, and now now this whole thing Mueller was actually on the plane delivering uranium to the Russians. I mean, how can he be appointed special prosecutor? I mean, this is just this is more than a pimple. It's like a boil. It needs to be lanced.
0: Well, he's uh, he's just the uh, Russian collusion thing, uh, isn't? Mm-hmm. Will uranium come up in it? Because that would be hilarious if he had to testify himself. When I was there, handing off the money to the Russians, for the, when I well, that would be hilarious if Lurch had to testify. Lurch, I love that
1: you, you, you made bang. that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you made that comparison before we started, and that actually cracked me up. Um, he does. He does. He look. He does. Um, I think the the interesting part of this, right, is so now this informant that went directly to the FBI when he said there's some hanky stuff going on here, right? And the FBI then used him during this whole whole thing, uranium one deal, um, to you know prove bribes and other stuff. And some people actually went to jail. Some real underlings. I don't remember the exact details, but now this informant is going to talk to Congress. So if he Good. implicates if he implicates Mueller, then Mueller's going to have to testify in front of Congress, and he's the special prosecutor for.
0: Bring I, it. You bring just bring it. You bring can't it.
1: make this stuff up. You can't.
0: It's fantastic. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, power. Are corrupts and uh, you know how do how do you get and the it's the other thing it's the age old question how do you get a job uh, as a congressman making uh, you know a hundred some on thousand dollars a year and then all of a sudden you retire you know four years later and you're a multi multi millionaire like how how does that happen and it's like the whole insider uh, the more I the more I follow this stuff the more I look into politics it's it's like everyone has collectively discovered a scam. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my gosh, if I get elected, all I have to do is raise a certain amount of money, say the right things to the right people, then I can get elected, and then I can get in on this thing, and then I'll make – it it's just – no one is looking out for the American people. Uh, very few are. Right. Uh, and that has to change. And if that means uh, Jeff Flake goes bye-bye and and watches douche uh, from the Carolinas goes bye-bye, see you later. Like I did it. I did it in the vlog uh, this last week. Like if you if they can't get taxes done, oh watch out, watch out. Part of me kind of wants them in a weird way, and this is this is weird because I'm doing the thing that I hate. It's like I kind of want them to fail just to see what'll happen, but I don't want that as much. <laughs> as I you want
1: a tax break. Tax well, you know what the Office of Budget Management and budget put out today. Mm. Or late or late last week, I used to use a statistic and I've used it on the podcast that the top twenty percent of income earners paid eighty to eighty five percent of the taxes, federal taxes. Yes, right? No, that's now up to ninety five percent. The top twenty percent the top twenty percent of earners pay ninety five percent of the taxes. The average person in the middle class bracket pays in the single digits.
0: And Bernie Sanders has the audacity to say, it's not fair. It's not fair. You do I'm, the oh best. Oh, my gosh.
1: You do the best Bernie impression.
0: Did you see the Bernie Sanders Ted Cruz debate?
1: I saw clips from it. Bernie got oh. hammered.
0: Bernie oh got hammered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. Ted Cruz did the coolest thing. Sometimes I really love that guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess because uh, he was prepared. That, that That dude does his homework. I guess uh, Bernie Sanders was like talking about Robin Hood. And we gotta, you know, we steal from oh, the rich and we <laughs> give to the poor, and blah, 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 blah was oh, awesome. Gonna, and then Ted Cruz, he, he, in his little brain, uh, he must have just been like, "Oh, thank you, thanks for bringing up Robin Hood." And it was beautiful. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, he wasn't robbing from the rich. He was robbing from the tax collector <laughs> who was unjustly. Oh, and I'm just like in my living room, just oh, like yes. Parents! yes! Yes! It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. We got to no, watch I did, out. We I got to watch out clip. for the rise of socialism. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. John Kasich, that dude was on uh, Chris Wallace uh, this morning. and he brought up a very good point. You can see it. It's on the horizon. The Gen Xers and the millennials are the tide that's coming in. And pretty soon they will be equal to or greater than the baby boomers.
1: Well, and actually it's Gen Y because you and I are Gen X, and what they say is about Gen Y and, and millennials, and now the I generation is even scarier, um, and those are like our kids, right? But Gen Y – like we were the tail end – kid people our age were the tail end of people who were alive during what was still legitimately the Cold War.
0: Okay. So- that's wonderful. I'm worried about these people being socialists.
1: Oh, right, because they don't under – because the Cold War Lake ended, they've never looked at and seen the horrors of socialism. And Ta-da.
0: The, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think we ought to send them all on a field trip to Venezuela.
0: Well, that would be lovely. Mm-hmm. That would be lovely. However, they just – they need to see it from every angle. Mm-hmm. There was a woman on and, – and I'll tell you what. I, I take a lot of shots at Morning Joe mm-hmm. because it really – Sometimes, it, sometimes it literally gives me the creeps. Uh, the the faces that Mika makes when she doesn't know she's on camera, like she thinks she's off camera. They think she thinks they're on a tight shot of Joe Scarborough, but they're really they're really in a two shot with her and Joe. Mm-hmm. And she makes these faces like like you see uh, drug addicts make. I'm not saying she's on drugs. I want to be very so, self- but these really really bizarre faces, and they quickly cut away. However, uh, all that aside. They had this woman on who wrote this book about Joseph Stalin and the orchestrated starving of the people of the Ukraine. And it is uh, the most cold-hearted, heartbreaking account of mass murder uh, I've ever heard. I don't even know if I could read this book. But like he just literally just like starved people to death, just like a a state-sponsored famine. Mm -hmm. And it was so hardcore and so ruthless, and they have letters like uh, people who were hardcore communists in the Ukraine writing Joseph Stalin letters. They knew this guy. They met him. They look up to him, and they're like, "There's no way you can know this is going on." But these people are dying. We're all starving, and you, uh, comrade uh, Joe, you 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 would help us because you're a good guy. And Stalin's like, didn't write him back. Let him die. Let him starve to death. Right? Like orchestrated. That's – oh my lord. Well, I mean that's basically what's being done to the opposition in Venezuela
1: right now. I mean it's going on in our own contemporary time.
0: Yeah. You actually have people –
1: you actually have people writing articles suggesting the people of Venezuela go out and catch some rabbits, make sure you get a boy and a girl, and breed them so you can eat.
0: Well, I know it sounds crazy that someone would make that suggestion, but that's just how much of an epic fail it is. However – I got to tell you, if I'm starving to death, I would be doing the rabbit thing. I would be doing the rabbit thing like yesterday.
1: Because you can, right? Because you can, because you were raised in a place in a time where there were still some relatively moderate survival skills that were taught. I don't know that the vast majority of millennials would even know what to do. They've never shot something and ate it.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? Oddly enough, that's what the Boy Scouts are for. Yep. The Boy Scout, the Boy Scouts originally started to ge- say, ge- make sure everybody had these cer- a certain base working knowledge of survival skills. Yep. Uh, and that's who uh, the Boy Scouts is going down fast. Okay. So um, anti-socialism, it's been tried. It never works. It 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 always fails. Which brings us: I go socialism. I go communism. Communism. I go Cuba. Cuba, I go JFK assassination. I'm very bummed out that they didn't release all the materials. I wanted it all. I want everything the government has on the JFK assassination.
1: Well, and I haven't dove into those yet because I want to actually spend some attention and time on them. But what is this I'm reading about? There was like a deliberate push to make all of America believe Oswald did it.
0: Well, here's the thing. 25 years ago, mm-hmm. they said, 25 years ago, they said, we're going to release everything on JFK. Okay. And here we are 25 years later, and and the FBI and the CIA is like, mm, we need to take another look at that. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Now, uh, this, 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 so they're, they're not going to release it all. The, the, just a few more documents, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I think has happened. And mm-hmm. and the more the more I think about it, the more this particular conspiracy rings true. My wife is way into this stuff. Mm-hmm. I should I should set that. She saw this documentary <clears throat> that has this theory that I had never heard before. They had pictures I had never seen before. And this is this stuff is already out. That it was a Secret Service guy in the car behind Kennedy that accidentally shot him in the back of the head. That's awful. I had never heard this theory before, but it explains everything. They show the Secret Service guy. He stands up with the weapon. He's got the weapon. Mm-hmm. And the theory is he accidentally – he didn't have the safety on. He accidentally pulled the trigger. Boom. There goes uh Kennedy, dead. And that explains why the people on the street heard the weird gunshots. This explains why the people on the street could smell uh gunfire and cordite. However, it doesn't make the Secret Service look good. No, so, not at all. And you've already got Oswald up there going bang, 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 bang. So you know what? We'll just say it was Oswald. And I really think – I think the government is embarrassed by this whole thing because it makes them look inept and and does not put the Secret Service in a good light, and they just don't want it out there. They (laughs) They just don't want it out there that a guy accidentally killed the president. Yeah, no, that would not go well. But if you see these photographs, you're like, "Why have I never seen these before?" Really? Why Why? I never. Oh, it's the car behind uh, Kennedy and the guy standing up with, with like an AR-15 or some kind of automatic weapon. You're like, "What? Where did this come from?" And like, it's all part of the public record. But everybody, they always focus on, "Oh, this guy and Jack and and John, Jack Ruby and Oswald and blah 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 blah." Yeah, Oswald was up there. He was trying to assassinate the president. Uh, uh, But unfortunately, I don't know. Right now, my opinion can change tomorrow, but I think uh, the FBI and the CIA, they don't want this out, that it it was a Secret Service guy in the second car.
1: Well, you know what I think? Hmm. I think that what really went on in Uranium One and this Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense, this conversation will be happening between our grandchildren (laughs) when the government decides, oh, we're going to release all the stuff on that. Like – My parents feel about the whole JFK assassination, the way that I'm starting to feel about this Mueller probe thing, and I just think we're never going to find out. We're never going to know the truth because my parents don't believe they're ever going to know the truth about what happened to JFK.
0: There's a a very good chance, and and now it's systematic. I mean, Mm -hmm. good lord. When was that, 1963? Was it? I think it was like 62 or 63, JFK is assassinated. Then they say, okay, well, we're going to do this thing, and then we'll release it all – you know, in the year, you know, 1990, blah, 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 thinking, well, okay, everybody involved will have died of old age by then, and then here we are, and they're like, ah, you know, it's been 25 years, but we, you know, we're, we're not to at this stuff again. We're yeah. not quite, need to look, have a doubt. It's, uh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. So, boom, we go from the assassination of JFK, now to the fun, fun, fun topic, uh, topic? Topic of... <laughs> Celebrities assassinating their own careers. The Kathy Griffith thing. You guys have got to see this. You have got to see it. It is the best documented evidence of career suicide I have ever seen. This Kathy uh, Griffin, she put out this video last night on YouTube, and it's a shocker. (laughs) It's a shocker. She throws – what do you call that, doxing? Yes. When she uh, she plays a, a voicemail from Harvey Levin from TMZ, and she's, like, shocked. She's shocked and upset by it. And you hear Harvey Levin's voice going, uh, hey, Kathy, it's Harvey Levin. Uh, just trying to get a hold of you. I got a couple questions. If you could call me back, my phone number is 818 blah, 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 blah. Like, the most innocent, uh, sorry I didn't catch you kind of message. And she's like, why are you doing this, Harvey Levin? Why are you hounding me? And, like, bitch, no. And she, no one is hounding you.
1: She played his phone number and asked people to call and harass him. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm just yeah. sitting there. I only watched the first three minutes. I think it's about 10 minutes long, you guys. But what unhinged only begins to describe it.
0: She throws Harvey Levin under the bus. She throws uh, Jeff Zucker uh, who used to run NBC Universal under the bus? Who's now uh, CNN? She throws Andy Cohen under the bus. The only person she doesn't is uh, Anderson Cooper, who she, she said she had a good time hosting uh, the CNN oh. New Year's Eve thing with. She throws Lisa, everybody. Lisa for Bloom. Bloom. Oh, she hates Lisa Bloom. Throws uh-huh. her under the bus. She hates everyone at William Morris. Names mm-hmm. them by name. Throws them under the bus. Her publicist, she throws him under the bus. Everybody – and everyone is an evildoer in her mind for stealing her ideas or not paying her enough, not supporting her, not protecting her. And at, at some point, you, you want to grab – She and she looks like – she looks like – Go ahead. Say it. Holy hell. It's bad. <laughs> no, it's that's – It's <laughs> really bad. Her makeup is all jacked. She's wearing that blue dress with the with the bow tie. And she already has very, very – Narrow shoulders. Mm-hmm. And so her head looks ginormous. It looks, she looks like, uh, she looks like uh, Don Knotts in drag. She literally does. She, you, you literally expect her to open up her mouth and she says, I'm Don Knotts and I'm feeling pretty. Come <laughs> on, oh, my, my LBGQ community. Support me. I putting this rouge on myself, Andy. Don't I look like a woman? I feel feminine. Hand me that Mueller probe. I want to put it on my places. <laughs> It is – and I I say – I would say it to her face. I would. All this stuff I would – because she's a comedian. She can handle it. Normally I don't go after like someone's physical appearance. No, 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 no. I I don't know at this point she can. (laughs) Holy smoke. I've never seen anything – I've never seen anything like it. I'm in the entertainment business and there's just certain things. And and to a bigger point, it's how this whole uh, Weinstein thing happened. mm -hmm. You just – There's certain people you don't go after. Somebody big has to say something before other people can kind of jump in, and then you then it's like jackals uh, attacking you know an elephant or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for her to just like, how does she expect to work again? I don't. No one is gonna touch her with a ten foot pole. And like she used to have the support of the gay community. That was like her bread and butter. Theaters, the gay community. Now she's going after Andy Cohen, who is. Like, he is Bravo TV. And Andy, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, uh, he had a brilliant idea for his show, Watch What's Happening Live. That was just a – Kathy Griffin goes after Andy Cohen like, and I had an idea for a talk show, and so did Andy Cohen have an idea for a talk show. And suddenly, Andy Cohen's – his talk show got picked up. Well, yes, he's a producer on a string of hit shows for Bravo. That's how it works, baby. That's how it works. He has had more success, they're going to trust him and then watch what happening uh, watch what's happening live is genius. It's genius and I would love to do like and then I'll just say this uh, out loud. Uh, that should be I would love to do the political comedy version of Watch What Happens Live. It would be hilarious and awesome. Just put me in a chair in a little tiny studio in Manhattan, you get a couple of guests on, there's an open bar, People are doing drinks. You got a tiny little studio audience and you just talk about politics and you start talking smack. It would be great. A half an hour of goodness.
1: And happiness.
0: Yes. Yes. It would be great. So that's what Andy Cohen did with Watch What Happens Live. It's brilliant. He has on the housewives from these shows. They talk smack about each other. They have – they – they drink drinks, and they play party games, and then it gets everyone caught up. So if you're like, my wife loves these shows, and if I don't know what's going on, and this is, this is just me just celebrating the brilliance of this show. The show Watch What Happens Live uh, works as its own little compartmentalized show. However, it also informs to these other shows. So if, if I'm watching, if suddenly I stumble into uh, The Real Housewives of Long Island, I'm like, oh, I know that girl because I saw her on this, and I'm all caught up. You can jump in whenever. It's like the Talking Dead, or, <laughs> or any, you know, or like they have a. They, now everybody has an after show where they 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 talk about what they just saw. So anyway, uh, Kathy Griffin, you messed up, girl. You messed up.
1: Well, it's she she just made it so much worse. She made a huge bad career decision. With that whole beheading video, that yes. really pushed it over the line, and it really just went a little too far. I mean, it went too far for CNN, and they hate Trump. Come on. So you did that, and instead of doing a legit, yeah, I kind of, I kind of screwed that up, which might have gotten you some sympathy. You do a backhanded apology, and then you just keep going and going and going and going.
0: Yes, like it's, it, it, it's like she's on a the very. Amazing
1: a very self-destructive path. And that's why I said, I don't think you could say this to her face and her being a comedian, she could take it. I don't think she can take very much anymore. She couldn't take a voicemail.
0: Ultimately, the problem is hers. <laughs> yes. she, she was fired and it's like, she got fired from The View twice. <laughs> y- you have the problem. When the right? women of The View are like, Ugh, that, that she makes me uneasy. I do not like her. It is. It's not everyone else on the planet. At some point, uh, Kathy Griffin slash Don Knotts and Drag. You have to look inward. It's yep. not – the the world is not conspiring against you. Maybe you're just a self-centered bitch. Oops. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe. But I, I implore you all uh, in, a, in a way because I watched it last night and it's got like uh, – it's got like, like 400 likes and 14,000 – uh, dislikes on YouTube. <laughs> it's just Oh, it's it's great. And well, then and then, th-
1: and then she's going to cry about people panning her video. Watch, bet me. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> it's just Oh, it's bad. And like and the other thing that like really bugs me, it's like her mouth is really dry and you can hear her lips like, like making the words and kind of sliding over her teeth. It's very there's a there's a there's a vampire quality there's an anorexic quality there's a drag queen quality it's just it's a train wreck
1: and I want you all to see it at least the th- first three minutes I i my heart yes. actually my heart actually went out a little I mean I feel bad for her because I just think she's lost her mind
0: oh listen I've got some sympathy for her
1: mm-hmm
0: like she's had a rough year yeah however take other people's advice mm-hmm be apolog- – and, and like – it's like when she got busted for doing the, the Donald Trump uh, head thing, which she goes to great pains to call it the mask. When I did the mask picture, when I did the picture of the mask, it's like, no, you had his head. You you, you, <laughs> you had you, his you head. You went to great lengths to say you, you were holding his head up. Everyone knew what you were. We're doing so stop calling. She goes uh, – then she does her little apology with Lee starts crying. And she's just squirting out the fake crocodile tears. And everyone thinks, oh, those were fake crocodile tears. Then you watch this video and you find out that Jeff Zucker, when he was the head of NBC Universal, he fired – she actually called him up asking him for a raise. She cussed him out in her own words. She was dropping F-bombs, blah, blah, blah. He fired her, and then everybody said, Kathy, there's only one way you can get your job back. And she goes, so I did. I called him up, and I cried, and I cried, and I cried. And she's rolling her eyes when she's telling the story. Like, I just squirted out some fake – like, so, okay. So now you're you're just confirming what we all thought. You <laughs> thought you could squirt out a couple fake tears, and everybody would, would uh, feel bad for you. It doesn't work that way. Nope. It's 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 wonderful. It's a case study. It's a case study – In uh, narcissism, it's a case study on what not to do. And if you want to ruin your career, just straight up ruin it. And that's what it is. It's like – I think it's like 10 minutes, the whole video. And she just – any little – it's like watching someone just chop off every lifeline. Oh, here's Mm -hmm. some people from William Morris. Let's chop that off. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful.
1: Well, she is also a case study in what happens not when you step over the line but when you actually move the
0: line. (laughs) <laughs> she is <laughs> you know she's she's uh she's lost it yep. it is jacked up uh which leads me to the, the our next little sub, Cory Feldman, God bless this guy uh poor Corey Feldman he has been through the ringer
1: mm-hmm. and now
0: that everybody's talking about the the sexual abuse and he wants to do a documentary he wants to do a documentary he wants to name names and expose all these people who've done these horrible things. So he's got a uh, crowdfunding thing going, and he says he needs $10 million.
1: Here's what I'd like to see him crowdfund. There's already a documentary out there. It's already out there. I watched it. We talked about it on a previous show. Why don't you crowdfund some money to promote the one that's already done?
0: I just (laughs) – my my whole thing is like, okay, so Corey, you want to tell your story, and you want to make a documentary. Okay, so documentary—that means you're going to film reality, so you mm-hmm. don't really need sets or costumes or props. Maybe for reenactments, but like $10 million, ten million—it's—it's it's, that is, that is uh, that is scam adjacent. That is like that I is, see, that I is see two million, maybe, right? Well, I Corey, mean, here's Corey wants to raise ten million bucks, and then Corey wants to spend a million on. On the movie Cory Cory wants nine million bucks. is what it is well i I,
1: I don't know i it, it just I can't help but just feel terrible for him. oh me too I, I I mean, God, I mean, did you ever did you see the clip of that interview where he was on the view and he was talking about it, and Barbara Wawa looks at him and goes, "You're trying to ruin a whole industry." Yeah. I mean just like yeah. the condescension he has dealt with in some of his interviews on this topic is just
0: disgusting.
1: I, I, at this oh, point, yeah. at this point why would he lie? Corey Haim's oh, already dead. Listen. Corey Haim's already dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cor- right? Oh, Corey Feldman, Corey Feldman's not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I, I, unless it's going to be unless he feels like he has to come up with a 10 million dollar lie. <laughs> listen, I want I want Corey Feldman to come out and and name names and I want Corey Feldman to document here's how this this crap went on with me here's how we can protect kids in the future absolutely i i want him to tell that story i think 10 million is a high price tag
1: a little bit that's, much
0: that's a little bit much unless you're I'll gonna go have two. spaceships i'll go two million yeah that was my my buddy yep. oh my gosh my buddy uh did a, a video where he's criticizing cory feldman and it, I'm, i find myself laughing I, I laughed at it, but man, he, my buddy's video is getting slammed. Right. <laughs> like, there's a lot of thumbs downs on that. There's a lot. Cause he's like, really 10 million bucks. Are there going to be like uh car chases and spaceships, <laughs> which is funny. It just sounds, it sounds wh- horrifying. Cause yeah. Oh, I, I guarantee, uh, uh, Corey has that kid's been through the ringer. My, no, my it, heart goes out to Corey Feldman.
1: Corey's got the sympathy wrapped up. Your buddy took a real risk there. <laughs>
0: I saw <laughs> I saw Corey Feldman a few months ago, uh, in the airport, in New York, JFK. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what he was doing in the city. However, it, it's really weird. Like, I, and maybe this is just me, or maybe everybody does it. I'll look at people, I'll look at strangers, and I try to come up with their backstory, or I try mm-hmm. to invent a backstory with them. Just like, oh, where is that person? It's just like. It's just something I do.
1: People watching entertainment. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and then I'm like, ooh, that that, that guy looks like Corey. It's Corey Feldman. And then he was with this girl who looked to be a, a little bit younger than he was. However, you could tell she was just infatuated with him. Like whoever his traveling companion was, this – and she was really pretty. I've, I'm like, oh, good for Corey Feldman. Like he's got he's got someone in his life. It looks like she's really in love with him. It was really weird. I'm like, OK, that kid's OK. And this was like – Six months ago,
1: mhm,
0: and I'm like, good for him he's going to New York he's probably doing a a thing and uh so i, I hope he's okay, I hope he's okay, but ten million that is uh
1: that's a lot that's of money yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and he's he's got a he's got a fine fine looking girlfriend we think who else is a fine fine looking girlfriend who tommy laren what everybody okay tommy laren's hot I'm, just, I'm just Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you, right you said
1: is, not has. You just confused me.
0: Oh, but did I use the wrong?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I think you used the right one, but I heard it as, you know who else has a really smoking girlfriend? And then you said Tommy Lahren, and I'm like,
0: do you know something that I don't? Uh, well, you know what? I tell you what. When I met Tommy Lahren, when I met Tommy, I'm not saying Tommy Lahren is a lesbian. I'm saying this. Uh, backstage, I met her backstage at Politicon. I introduced myself. We said hello. And her traveling companions, like, that's a a gaggle of hotties right there. She has a
1: posse like Taylor Swift 13?
0: She has a couple of friends. And listen, I used to kind of like look down my nose at at that kind of stuff. But after years and years and years of traveling alone, traveling alone, being in hotel rooms by myself, alone, alone, alone. And then the only real interaction you have is when you get to the comedy club and you're talking to the staff mm-hmm. and then you're talking to the, the 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 crowd. I can totally see, I don't blame anybody for having a little crew. If you can afford it and you can fly around your friends to go with you, oh my Lord, do it. It would be so much more fun. It would be so much more fun uh, if you could do this with friends. So Tommy Laren, she has some hot girlfriends and now you've got me thinking of like. I wonder. <laughs> no, I'm not going go
1: there. Maybe maybe you should just stop.
0: <laughs> I will. I'm I'm going to
1: put the brakes on this.
0: However, I oh, it's it's weird, and I don't know if it, maybe it's a it's a character defect of mine. I always want to. There's there's a few people on the internet I always want to look out for. It's mm-hmm. it's really weird. I always want to look out for Jenna Jameson. But then you look at her Twitter timeline, and that girl can take care of herself. Oh yes, Jenna Jenna Jameson will mess you up. And I always wanna like make sure Tommy Laren is doing okay. Like, I don't know what it is. I just wanna make sure sh- and like today she's on she's being attacked uh, for some Halloween costume. This and I'm like, the- ooh, maybe this is gonna be risque. Maybe, maybe these are gonna be some va va voom pictures. Like I'm an idiot, because there's no way Tommy Laren's gonna do va va voom pictures. And it's the most tame little it covers everything. She's got a fake American flag she's using as like a cape.
1: It looks like plastic. And all of these leftist idiots are, look at Tommy Lahren. She's violating the flag code. Look at Tommy Lahren. You're not supposed to use it as as, as clothing. Look at Tommy Lahren. She's desecrated a flag. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the picture, the, the light is actually reflecting off one of the wings, right? I think it's the one yeah. with the stripes. And it looks like plastic. It's not a flag. It's not a flag. It's not even and the right not,
0: color. And it's not even form fitting. It's just like, and she's got like red, white, and blue wristbands on. It like, it literally looks like cobbled together. It doesn't look bad, but it's not like kazow. It's, no. It's really, it's really quite tame. It's and, very
1: tame. And, you know, of all people, Keith Olbermann. Hear me, Keith Olbermann, the man who wrapped himself in an actual American flag and sat on the floor and let it touch the floor for the cover of your stupid book. The last thing you should be commenting on, Keith Olbermann, is Tommy Lahren's Halloween costume.
0: Have you seen – I'm sure you have. On his little uh, Twitter things, he's he's chosen – and I don't know why he did this, but this is definitely on purpose. He chose like a a bizarre shade of pink – and another color that like washes him out so he looks gray his suit is gray it's the most bizarre color scheme i have ever seen
1: like like his twitter profile
0: yes i i have look it. at it he's have- got the ba- the backdrop is split into two sides one side is red and one side is another color but it's like this m- muted kind of it just it it makes him look like the undead he looks and- like a corpse yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: why do that? That's, the- that looks to be the background on his show. Like, why go out of your
0: way? Yeah, it is, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like when I'm thinking about the and when I, I, literally, and and we've had these discussions, right? Where where you're picking uh, a color palette? Oh my gosh, there's this great. Uh, I found it on Twitter. I started following them. It's like cinema palettes. I believe uh-huh. I want to say, and all it is, is they show stills from movies and they show the color palette that they chose. It's super interesting. Right. And you'll They're like, Oh, here's Blade Runner. Here's Blade Runner two. Here's their palette of colors. Like people put a boatload of thought into this. I just don't know why Keith Olbermann would go. Yeah, that's it. No, but he needs back, he, go back one. The one where I look dead. That's the one. That's he, what I want. That's he, the image I want to put out. He needs to fire a set designer. I think he okays it. Oh, does he? Oh, absolutely. Okay. He's the he has he has the final say Un- well, unless because there's uh, a, I don't know.
1: there's an entire an entire section of psychology dedicated to colors and what they make people think of. Yes. Which is why they do put a lot of thought into it when they're doing set design and things like that, but that just looks terrible.
0: Yeah. Really? I like our website. I like I like the one that we have, the dot the There is some black and white, but there's a lot of color. It's uh it's a happy, it's a good thing. It, mm-hmm. it's like it the the Keith Ober one bums me out. We're uh,
1: we're, oh. we're the non-angry conservatives.
0: We are. Did you we are. did you read my review of uh of Destiny Two?
1: Actually my son did.
0: Oh yeah? What did he, he think? He
1: plays it. He he thought it was pretty spot on.
0: Ba boom.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Go. I'm not a gamer, so it probably wouldn't have made a lot of sense to me.
0: Um, well, here was here's the here. I'll, I'll just I'll just walk you through it. It's the first. It's the first piece I've ever uh, written mm-hmm. uh, for for the website or anything. And now now I feel like oh okay I can do this and I can do this on a. You know, and it was a little scary. It's weird. I, I like I write situation comedies. I, I write stand up. I write movies. <laughs> like writing writing a blog. I love this party. I'm like, I don't know. This is weird. I think you should However, ri- I think
1: you should write one on that whole Kathy Griffin video.
0: Uh that would be <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea. That might be Wednesday's uh, vlog. Oh, I might really? write one about about why do I feel the need to watch out for uh, Tommy Laren and Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Jenna Jameson now is a redhead, which I love you, Jenna, but I think maybe no on the redhead. That's just.
1: I honestly that, was scrolling through and didn't realize it was her account until I stopped and read it. Yeah. Yeah, she looks very different. I mean, she always, does. She's a very pretty girl. I mean, you can't say she's not.
0: But indeed, mm-hmm. that's and that's the other thing. I want uh, a lot of people. I guess some people are getting the t-shirts, uh, the Loftus Party uh, t-shirts. Take yeah. photos when you're when you're going out to fun, interesting places and do a thing. Get take take the pictures. Put those up. Find a hot chick at the bar. Get her to wear it. Uh, I'm all. We're all for that. I'm all for that. I, I really. We, we have to. We have to. I want to. I got, We got to celebrate the conservative hotties. Because mm-hmm. if you are, it is. Uh, there are some uh, unappealing people out there. <laughs> and they're getting a lot of FaceTime. And you're like, oh, you just seem. It's like the church lady. That, that character that Dana Carvey used to do all the time. You're yeah. like, really? Those people are still around and they, and they always speak for the conservative movement. And as I go through this world and as I try to figure out, you're like, oh, lady, please, somebody hand her a Mueller probe and p- put her in a comfy room. Oh, my God. Everyone needs to lighten up. That's what we're, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be this beacon of hope. Like there's, there's, a, there's a place, there's a fun, there's a safe zone for you're allowed to laugh. You are allowed to joke. You are allowed to have sex. You are allowed to enjoy yourself. I'm I'm so and I don't want to attack I don't want to attack other conservatives, but it's like, man, oh man, they 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 just keep trotting out these these frigid old biddies. <laughs> well I'm desperately looking for the hot conservative ladies. I know you're out there. It's it's safe. It's like trying to uh, like a, like they're like scared little prairie dogs and you got to like – we got to throw out some bait. <laughs> get, them, get them to come out, out of their little hidey holes. They're out there.
1: See, I, I have a completely different perspective. I think when you look at the ladies on Fox News, they are so much prettier and hotter than the ones on MSNBC. <laughs> oh,
0: hands down. Yeah. Hands down.
1: I mean, we've got I, Dana Lesh, we've got Michelle Malkin, we've got, you know, I mean, Dana Perino's a cutie patootie. I don't know. Dana Perino
0: is very cutie. It's
1: it, There's something for
0: everybody, it's I funny. think. I it, it's funny. This is like the most – th- there is. However, and this is very strange, I feel the need to look out for Dana Perino. Like when I watch <laughs> when I watch The Five, yeah. when I used to watch it when it was on later, I'm like, ooh, I would like worry. Like I want to make sure she's okay. Same with like Jenna Jameson. <laughs> I'm writing it down Jenna Jenna Jameson Tommy Lahren and Dana Perino however and this is weird like Dana Lash I don't worry about her at all like I don't
1: there's a there's a theme here However, are you not seeing it blonde yes because you used to say the same thing about Taylor Swift You just wanted to make sure
0: she was okay. Why do I want to look out for the blonde girls? And, and you know what? And, and oddly enough, like (laughs) Dana, Dana, is the only one that's been in real danger. I know. And I'm like, she's fine. (laughs) Cause she's brunette. I know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. And Oh, she is, she's smoking up, but, when oh, oh my gosh, the Twitter thing where she like she had to move. Yeah. Now I'm worried about Dana. Now I'm worried about Dana Lash.
1: Which is a departure from your normal pattern. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to point that out.
0: She's fun and funny. I know there's people out there that like don't like her uh for for whatever reason, but man, she was a delight. We should put that is that video up on the YouTube page? Not yet. Oh my gosh. We got to put up we got to put up my interview with uh interview with Dana. Yep. and I wonder what she was for uh for Halloween. If she was not Wonder Woman,
1: that would be a that would be a miss. I'm out. A miss. Yeah. I'm out. Mm-hmm.
0: What are you going to be for Halloween?
1: Um
0: or are you going to do anything for Halloween?
1: You know, my kids are of an age that all I really have to do is put a bowl of candy on the porch and turn out the light.
0: Okay, so here's, the game. Carve here's the game.
1: We don't carve pumpkins. We don't do any of that really? stuff anymore. Really?
0: I love carving pumpkins. I love it, love it, love it. It's like, so much fun.
1: I like cutting them up to make pies. Like pumpkin, like real pumpkin pie is the best thing in the world.
0: Oh my gosh. I dated this girl. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful girl. Uh, <clears throat> and, and she told me the story of, of the time she made real pumpkin pie. She went out and she got pumpkins. She scooped out the inside. She boiled it. She reduced it. She Mm -hmm. did the thing. It took her hours and hours and hours. She made the pie, uh, and then it tasted just like a frozen pie. She ate it up. (laughs) What what a heartbreak. No, what no, heartbreak.
1: no, no, no! I everybody I've ever fed the one I make to is like, oh my god, this is so much better than pumpkin from a can. Of course. So
0: listen, Gypsy, what else are they gonna say? They, they know you slaved over that crap. No, I what didn't. What gonna do? Go. No, no, oh, no, 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 This tastes just like frozen. The first <laughs> year, the first year
1: I made it, right? I didn't tell anybody. They're like, this is really different. This is pumpkin pie. Oh my gosh, this is really good. Da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, all right.
0: You know, so, I just I thought of your Halloween costume. What? You know who you should be? What? Sexy sexy uh little red riding hood. What? That would be a good costume for you.
1: That's not remotely gypsy ish.
0: No, because that's you're gypsy in real life.
1: Oh, okay. So, so I you to pretend and, to be something else.
0: Yes. I you'd actually I'd be, be an awesome seriously, you'd be an awesome uh little red riding hood. And no. then you can have your little pie in the basket.
1: There you go, except my, my, <laughs> contribution, my contribution to the politically incorrect um, Halloween costume poll um, was sexed up Moana, and I think that would be way more fun.
0: Se- sexed up Melania Trump?
1: No, Moana,
0: the oh, little Polynesian
1: Moana. Disney character that no white little kid is supposed to dress as.
0: That's the most ridiculous thing ever. And, I know. Stupid. And it's actually like a brilliant, it's a brilliant way to sell more Moana mm-hmm. Halloween costumes because <laughs> exactly. I'm like, who the heck wants to be that kid? Like seriously.
1: Mhm.
0: Like yeah. I I you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have uh, I don't know who I would be for uh for Halloween. I'm not going to any Halloween parties this year. Uh not dressing up. It's kind of a bummer.
1: Well, our big event for the weekend was the Georgia Florida game. I'm very happy with how that came out and still celebrating just a little bit. So, no
0: Halloween parties. That was it. That was the big That's deal. That's too bad. That's too bad. I like Halloween and I think it gives you an insight into who's really in there. You know? Like what people seriously, what costume they pick. It's like it's like when you walk through the airport and you see somebody and you write their backstory. When you meet somebody at a Halloween party and you see what they've chosen to be uh, their their costume, that, that tells you a lot about their psyche. And I like that. You feel like you're like, okay, now I now I know a little secret about that person. Now I get you. Yeah. Right. I can,
1: I can see that. Yeah. That's,
0: I honestly haven't
1: dressed dressed up for Halloween since I was probably 22. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that boring. It's a,
0: it's a much bigger, uh, it's a much bigger adult thing now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the people, people that I work with and they're all going to Halloween parties and doing the whole thing and whatever, just their, their, their people's costumes, uh, it, it's funny because it does it does speak about him. I'm always uh, leery of the dude who dresses up like like a chick. at The Halloween party right. isn't drag fun. Uh, yeah, sure, buddy. Sure, sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm a sexy nurse. Isn't this funny? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh.
1: I want select- to know. I want to know how many guys are just taking the easy way out this year, putting on a bathrobe and carrying a potted plant.
0: Oh, M G. Uh, I know a little kid who's gonna be a stay at home dad. And he is gonna—he's hes pra- he's not doing the potted plant thing, but he is doing a—he's—he's uh, he's gonna do like uh, sweatpants and a T-shirt, and he's gonna—and he's gonna have us like a spatula and a cell phone, and he's gonna be stay-at-home dad. I think that's a pretty awesome uh, Halloween costume.
1: Yeah, no, that wasn't actually the—the the one I was going for, and it is. An You're awesome going costume. for Weinstein.
0: You're yeah. going for Weinstein. You yeah. made it dirty. I cleaned it up. <laughs> how, Usually it's the other way how, around. How backwards is that? We have switched. <laughs> okay, we had a lot of fun. I think we got to everything. Oh, I didn't do. Uh, I didn't do my Trey Gowdy. I'm working on a Trey Gowdy impression. I wanted to be able to do Trey Gowdy. That's, so that's pretty close. Things. That's not too bad. It's it's what I did is I took a, I took a Matthew McConaughey. I put it down a little lower. <laughs> but Trey Gowdy, you got collusion, coincidence, and you got uh, co- you know Kalakalakaluga. Anyway, uh, I think we covered everything. It was a great show. Uh, thanks for supporting theloftestparty.com. That's that one. Get that – put it on your phone. Get that thing. Flip through. It's it's amazing. There's other stuff coming out every day. Thanks for subscribing to the YouTube channel and liking the Facebook page. And if you could – I have to do this every once in a while because it, it makes a big difference. If you could take the time out and, and go to iTunes and, and leave a review and leave some stars – uh, we are, we're moving up the ranks. We are moving up the ranks and I'm loving it. So, uh, there you go. Do we have time for Michael Topias? If you've got one, I tell you, I do not have one this week. and, uh, and in, in Michael, to- how, you know what? In Michael hot conservative women are not afraid of coming out of the closet. In Michael we celebrate these wonderful, wonderful ladies and all their curves and and shapes and sizes and wonderfulness. If you are a hot conservative lady, think you are, want to be, aspire to, reach out to us at theloftestparty.com. I want I want pictures. I want to see you in some loftest party gear, and I want to celebrate you. There's got to be a safe space for the hot conservative chicks,
1: hot conservative dudes too.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I'm, listen, we'll put some eye candy up there for the ladies. I'm not going to be a sexist about this. Just keep your wiener in your pants, guys. <laughs> it's not a porn site. Oh, my God. Because a dude will take that too far. They've done studies. Like, dudes, well, will yeah. send, dudes will send pictures of their dicks to women they don't know, thinking, like, there's a chance that this chick's going to be into it, and the women never are. No. They they always however, send it to
1: the wrong woman.
0: But whatever. However— a woman will send a picture of her J to a strange dude and he'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah, be be tasteful, be wonderful, uh but yeah, I want to see I want to see uh pictures of the cool people out there.
1: All right. Well, I don't have a Michael Topia this week. I just had a potato chip story that I found vastly entertaining, but that was it.
0: Potato chip. Oh, the potato chip bomb where you you get the weird flavor potato chips?
1: Yeah, because somebody keeps eating my potato chips in the middle of the night. i like my potato chips with my sandwich at lunch yes my potato chips are gone every day like every other day my potato chips are gone somebody's eating them in the middle of the night so i decided this week because the bags all look similar that i would buy salt and vinegar potato chips which i like oddly there was maybe three chips out of the bag when i checked before the show
0: Somebody was like – somebody went diving in in a darkened kitchen like, this is going to be good. That's going to be ah, good. Ah, that's bigger.
1: Yeah, I imagine that was a little shocking at 2 in the morning.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful. And that it protects, makes me laugh. That protects your supply. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you ever put the potato chips directly on the sandwich? Yes, I do. That is so good. Yeah. I got – there's a dude I work with who turned me on this. I've, I've put potato chips on my sandwich before. But anyway, there was like a turkey sub. Mm-hmm. And uh, turkey can be kind of like a whole lot of nothing. Uh, However, those uh, kettle chips, the jalapeno kettle chips, Mm -hmm. you put that right on the sub. Then you put that top piece of bread back on. It is – it's crunchy. It's tasty. All the textures are there. That jalapeno from the chip makes it pop. (gasps) Mm -hmm. It's like diners drive in and dives are all up in here. (laughs) All the flavors are there. Right? yes yes we had a great time thanks for listening we will be back uh next week with even more i'm sure there's going to be more mueller probe uh sex toy talk
1: there's gonna have to be because that thing ain't ended anytime soon
0: (laughs) no that's the other thing about the mueller probe the batteries last forever (laughs) (laughs) i'll see you guys next week